Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Peace and blessings, and I hope you are all well, inshallah. It's your host, Shabir. Welcome back to the Own Feed podcast. We've got a very, very special guest today from the very other special. side. Very from special. The, uh, <laughs> from the other side of the pond, as they say, uh, all the way from New York City. He's here with us. He's blessed us with his presence. Uh, you guys will know him as SQ. The Instagrammers will know him as a way of life SQ. That's, that's a, bro, this is a great I intro, <laughs> by the way. Wow. Mashallah. I know I know him as SQ. But, <laughs> but, the, but here's the funny thing. I actually found out your name the other day. No way. Yeah, man. Okay, so don't say it. If anyone's watching, you're not, you're not listening yeah? right now, watching this on YouTube, you're not. No. Okay, you're you know, not allowed like, to let know, me tell yeah. you a funny story. I Go went, I, there was a, um, a janazah happening yesterday, and I'm not from here, so I don't have a ride. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to, you know, bum a ride. I'm like, yeah. you know, are you going to the graveyard? And nobody wanted to give me a ride, bro. Well, like, they're just like, no, we're not going. I get to the graveyard, and they're all there. I'm like, come <laughs> on, bro. So I go there, and uh, the dude's like, well, what's your last name? And I, I tell him my first and last name. And at the end of it, when he dropped me off, he was just like, listen, bro. You start using your first and last name. I think he presumed that I'm like not proud of it or something. Ah, I, see. I just don't want the world to know my government. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, of course, you found out. I gave you my passport details. <laughs> I, I know a bit more than your your first, okay, first okay. and last name, bro. I know okay, he's gonna leak you. the info soon. Alhamdulillah, bro. Salamu alaykum, Allah. By the way, salam, By the way, bro. Thank you so much for joining us. Come on, bro. Thank you. There's no way I could come to uh, to London and not come see you, bro, with that beautiful man. hair. It's a great honestly. head of hair, bro. Mashallah, great genetics. Mashallah. You know, you know. Tell we, us the truth. How much product you use in there? Be honest. If I'm honest with you, bro, yeah. like hundred percent. If you, you want me to reveal fade? it, there is fade. there is only Sunnah products that I use. No gel, no wax, nothing. Nothing. And and, and no one believes it when I tell them. I, I don't no believe one it. Believes it. So like, what Sunnah product are you talking about right now? Like black seed oil or something? No, we're talking about oil, bro. What, what kind of oil? There's different types of oil that you can oh, use. So on what your type of oil do you use? So like, for example, he cast- doesn't want to tell. Them. You see this? You see this? <laughs> this is a secret, bro. <laughs> Just like your name the is secret a secret, secret. Okay. this is my, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> my secret, bro. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> okay. But look, bro, the other thing is, like, we don't see your eyes often either. You don't. It's weird, bro. You don't. You know what it is about that? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't have a problem with that. I, like, I there's no sunshine in the studio. No, I know, I know. No, is it's it the, the nude from, from, from your face? <laughs> yeah, I got you. No, it is. You know what it is? Like, like when I, I'm thinking, I'm a very, and you, like, when you even caught me from the train station, you saw yeah, how, like, yeah, I'm yeah. a very energetic yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, 100%, when yeah. 100%. When I'm thinking and talking, I actually am not used to sitting down. Okay. I'm used to standing up. So if you catch mm. my videos, I'm walking around mm. with the camera. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how I think best. You get what I'm saying? So my eyes are always moving around. I'm was thinking well like if my glasses were off my eyes would distract you so i'm doing you a favor you're welcome all right <laughs> bro let's talk about your videos because you know i've been i've been following your stuff for some time thank now, you bro, bro. I and, appreciate and, that. and I f- we feel the energy humble. the messages alhamdulillah everything's amazing um but just tell us about like why did you start making these these videos, bro? Like because there's so there's so many people out there that are making content nowadays. True. You know, Instagram, Facebook. You see so much out there, um, but there is some. I don't know what it is, but there's something different about you. I feel you from, I'm humbled, from the rest, bro. Humbled, I don't know. Bro. I don't know what it is, but this it's, maybe uh, it's the energy. So why why did you think it was important? To I'll, like, be, I'll be honest with you. True story. True story. Uh, this is about three years ago. Mm. I came to High Wycombe. Mm. That's where my wife's from. High Wycombe. How we come stand up? Um, there's not many people there. From <laughs> there's not many people there. It's okay. Whoever's listening to you, shout out to High Wycombe. My wife's from High Wycombe, and I would always come over here, visit her, and stuff like that. Visit my family because we all live in New York together, mm. from the Bronx, BX. Uh, and uh, I came over here, and I met a bro who was in the town center giving dawah. My boy uh, Shuaib. Okay. Um, and um, you know what, man? Like we developed such a great friendship. And by the end of like my stay, which was about three and a half weeks or so, that's before I have to go back uh, to New York, he was like, listen, he called me in his car. He's like, listen, bro, you need to start a YouTube channel. I'm like, shut up. I'm not going to do that, bro. That's weird. He's like, no, 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 bro, trust me. He's like, in three weeks, you've impacted me on such a level that, bro, the world needs to see this. Start a YouTube channel. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, bro, just do it. Just do it. So I tried, right? It didn't work. I'll be honest with you, it didn't work. Mm. It was so much work. And you know, you're making content. Yeah. You know the amount of process. Mm. And then like the uh, hours that I spent and then getting three and a half views, like, come on. Like I was just, I'm taking away from my family, my yeah, children. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, come on. Mm. You know what I mean? But then my wife gave me the suggestion. Listen, like, why don't you just take your phone and just start recording? I'm like, stop it. It needs to be the highest end quality cameras. Lighting needs to be perfect. No. She's like, look, just start doing it. You know, yeah, if you yeah. want to do dawah, just start doing it. Mm. So literally, bro, all my videos, till this day even, the ones that I'm walking and holding, 
I'm walking to the masjid. And I literally just pull out my camera with any thoughts that I have and I just share my thoughts with the entire world. And wallahi, like Instagram and YouTube helped become such a space for me to get my ideas out. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I was going crazy with all the thoughts that I had in my head. So this is such a blessing. And now, alhamdulillah, my YouTube channel is kicked off as well too. I'm getting a lot of traction. I'm helping mm-hmm. a lot of people out there too. And man, it's just, I'm super privileged that this is happening. This is no from me. It's from Allah. You get me? So the fact that even you even watched my video, wow, I'm humbled by that. May Allah bless you, bro. Thank you for that, bro. No worries at all because we because we all benefit, man. That's the main thing. Like I, I genuinely think if we're putting out content, regardless of whether you're a sheikh, whether you're a da'i, whether whatever it is, right? Um, there has to be some benefit in the content. True. Right? Imagine if you were just making videos about your sunglasses. Got you. Like, oh, how that's cool a good is idea, it? isn't it? It's a good idea, you. bro. Oh, man. Like, Next you video's get, coming soon, you sunglasses. Would, <laughs> you would get a lot of views, bro. But <laughs> <laughs> Maybe get sponsored by a sunglass company. No, I hear what you're but saying. You, you know what I'm saying. trying to say, yeah. right? But there's definitely some value. There's definitely some benefit in it. But what's interesting about the videos that you make, to some people, it might seem controversial. Absolutely. Like, if, if you want to classify Absolutely, it. Yeah. To others, it's like uncomfortable it is. you know like it bro, is. like and, and you're not going to disagree with me that. on that I love being Why? I love making people uncomfortable Why? because it's the truth and the truth bothers people you know <laughs> no one likes you either. Oh, like oh. bro and you know sometimes people are like bro what you just said right now it's like how do you know that? Like, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Because I mm. said, because I'm thinking that. I'm just sharing what's in my head, my deepest thoughts. Because my deepest thoughts, your deepest the difference between me and the average person is they're not sharing their deepest thoughts. Mm. I'm making sure within the boundaries of the rules and regulations of Allah, the parameters, I'm sharing what's permissible. And I keep away what's not, you know? Mm-hmm. But what's permissible is your insecurities. I'm sharing my insecurities because I know if I have those, you got those too. Mm-hmm. You're no different from me. I'm no different from you. Only difference is I'm pulling out my camera. You're just by yourself with the shaitan all day making you feel bad for having those thoughts. That's all it is. The shaitan literally preys on you by making you get away from the crowd, right? Away from mm-hmm. the entire herd. When the predator is going after his prey, it doesn't go after all of them. It's scouting for the weakest one. So when you're sitting at home and you've just smoked some weed or you're doing something haram and you feel like the worst person in the entire world and you want to give up on your faith, that's where you pull up an Instagram and you see a video from me just telling you it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I know what you just did and you know what you just did. But just know that inshallah everything's going to be fine. Use this pain, harbor this pain and become a better person. Draw closest to Allah. Bro, Jannah is filled with sinners. It's mm-hmm. not some piety. It's the sinners who've turned their lives around. It's the sinners yeah. who've changed their mindset. Be like, you know what? I want paradise so bad that I'm going to sacrifice my nafs. And I'm going to learn from my mistakes mm-hmm. and draw closest to Allah. That's a good story. That's a really good story for being someone who was addicted. Imagine this, bro. Someone addicted to pornography gets out of that and starts becoming closer to Allah. What a story. Versus someone who's been sheltered their whole life and they're just on the deen. Which is great. Which is totally fine. That's how some people learn. But bro, other people who are hooked on stuff deserve a fighting chance. And we can't give up on them as dais. We can't give up on them, bro. I don't care. You're selling drugs. You're addicted to pornography. I don't care who you are. You're not wearing a hijab. For now, it's okay. That's not a prerequisite for you to turn back to Allah. Turn back to Allah. Allah will accept you exactly the way you are. Then guess what? Allah will develop you with time. Mm. That's how it's such a powerful point, man. Boom! I'm gonna put that. That's gonna be on my Instagram right there. <laughs> I'm gonna steal this. <laughs> Make sure you credit Ilmfeed, right? Ilmfeed. <laughs> but it's such. A, but the point that you've just made is so important. Like we have to reach out to those types of people. And, and 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 there's so. I think, bro, all of us we've sinned. All of us, we've come from that background. And it, Except it, the brother who's sitting right there that no one sees on camera. <laughs> Big up the camera crew. From your feet, Big man. up to the editors. MashaAllah, man. Um, it reminds me of a saying. Uh, there's a quote, right, from, I believe it's Umar radiallahu anh. And um, there's actually two quotes that come to mind from just Talk from what us. you were saying, bro. Yeah. Uh, one is, is where he was basically saying that the one who does not recognize jahiliyyah can never recognize Islam. Wow. It's quite powerful, powerful, right? That's powerful, yeah. Because because when you've seen the other side, night and day, bro. Yeah, when yeah. you've seen the other side, and then mm. you come to Islam, you can appreciate it more. 100%. And 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 there's so much more that you can. 100%. There's so much more yeah. you can and, get. And that doesn't mean someone has to go through jahiliyyah no, to no, appreciate no, of course, it. Of course, you yeah. can look at examples from other people's lives to be thankful for your own. Mm. So it's not like I gotta go sin because mm. SQ is telling me to sin so I can appreciate Islam. No way, Mr. Mm. Shaitan manipulating you. No, you could be where you are and you could learn from people who've done that. Yeah. And be like, yo, I can learn from other people's mistakes because that's how the smartest learn, right? Mm. From others, from all of their mistakes. And what's the second quote, bro? 
The second quote is it's actually about taqwa. Mm. So basically, again, I think it's Umar Radlan. He's basically saying that the example of taqwa he gives is because because people are asking him like, what is taqwa? Can you can you because mm-hmm. you know we we translate it as piety, God consciousness. True, true, people don't true, actually true. know what taqwa means, right? Sure. Um, so he gave an example, and he goes that taqwa is when a person is walking barefoot. Outside, mm-hmm. uh, and there's lots of harmful, you know, objects, and there's sharp objects, and there's and there's thorns, right? Mm-hmm. And what the person is doing is they're treading really, really carefully, trying not to step on those harmful objects. Mm-hmm. That's what taqwa is. Great point. So basically, in other words, trying to say that taqwa is not just locking yourself away in the masjid all day long. 100%. It's about exposing yourself to the dangers yes. and the and the fitna that that is out there, but still being able to guard yourself. That's what real taqwa is. Bro, pain is a receptor put into us from Allah mm. that helps us navigate life. That stove is hot, that's going to harm you, that's the pain, mm. right? To avoid that pain, we've learned a lesson. And maybe yeah. the lesson when we, were, <clears throat> when we were children. But just know that there's spiritual pains as well, right? Sometimes people are not reading their salah. Some people are struggling with that. And they're so satisfied and okay with feeling guilty about not praying. Why? Why are mm. you addicted to the pain of not praying? Did you know that by taking out that next minute and a half, you can literally remove that pain? But the problem is you're becoming addicted to that pain. You're, mm. you're actually starting to. It went from like a thorn in your toe that hurts, but now you're so used to it that it's just a regular part of life. You know, it's mm. not. That's not how you're supposed to feel. It's not okay for that. That pain goes gradually away. That's how sins be developed, bro. Mm. Things become normalized. If you're doing something wrong, own it. Don't make it normal. Own it. Okay, you're still trying to get over it, but own it. Own that it's wrong mm. and get over <clears> it. Get out of it. But don't normalize the fact that I'm not praying so lot. Hey, I feel guilty about it. If you if you truly feel guilty about it, do something about it. Yeah. Change, right? But the thing is that you've told yourself you feel so guilty about it that that excuse has become a lie now. And the shaitan is using that lie to let mm. you satisfy and keep your head on the pillow and allow you to sleep. But the truth is that, yo, there's something wrong with it. If you miss Fajr this morning, look, things happen. Mm. I get it. But don't think it's okay. It's not okay. You feel bad. That's a good thing. Harbor Mm. that pain. We were talking about that. Like, harbor, hone into that pain and make sure that you use that pain as positive momentum to propel you towards Allah. That's what matters. So true. It's so true, and and it's it's the fact that like Omar Adlan, him saying that it makes sense because again from his background, like where he was, he was the same guy that's walking outside with his sword, ready to take the head of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. That's crazy. Imagine that. That's crazy. And and now if you look at where he is, he's bro, he's he's buried Incredible. next to the Incredible. same man, subhanallah. And and you know, bro, that teaches us a huge lesson for anyone mm. struggling out there, listening, watching right now. That where you are right now doesn't determine where you're going to be. Yeah. Just because you're doing <clears throat> something wrong right now, don't think that you can't change. But I was reading the uh, Quran on the train. Masha, I'm really pious, you know, so I was reading Quran on the train. <laughs> Yo, they need to get some ACs on these trains, bro. Come on, the tube system. Bro. I know. How much they charge you <clears throat> per ride? What's a ride like? It's like two pounds. Come on, bro. They bro. need to put an AC on that train. All right, two pounds. <laughs> so, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm there, bro. And I'm reading the story about the magicians who came. And they were literally about to get a prize from Fir'aun, mm. right, for defeating Musa, yeah. and Harun. They were going to get a prize <clears throat> of status next mm. to Fir'aun. Fir'aun said, defeat them. I'll put you in a position next to me. Like, you'll be my yeah. your chief right now. I'll make you something even higher. Bro, they did that. Arrogance never set in. Like, you know, I'm just going to, I know it's true, but I'm just going to act like it's not. Bro, immediately they knew that there's something wrong. The reason I'm sharing with you this right now, because there's people right now who are doing something wrong right now. Mm. But that doesn't mean by tomorrow morning it can't stop and Allah can't change your heart. Bro, your heart is delicate. It's soft. It's tender. Inshallah. And if you're feeling bad for something right now, Allah can easily turn that around. But not just from dua, not just from good wishful thinking, but from action. Genuinely seek out Allah. Seek out the pleasure of Allah and Allah will change your life around. Don't be afraid of how your boys are going to view you. Mm. Don't be afraid in thinking that, what's my first step? How do I take the next step? Do I wear the hijab immediately? No. Do I grow a beard immediately? No. You develop your consciousness of Allah. You focus on the pleasure of Allah. The hijab will come. The hijab is not 
where you start from is where you get to. The beard is not where you start from, it's where you get to. But in the world that we live in, bro, it's so materialistic and shallow to show the world mm. that I've turned my life around, I'm going to grow this beard. Because when they see me a year later, they're like, wow, mashallah, I could put a before and after picture. See, look at the difference. No, bro, because I would rather you come back a year later, you still look the same, but you've focused and you've learned how to control your gaze. But the problem with that, bro, it's not sexy. It's not okay for you to like see a person and be like, you know what, bro? I can tell he doesn't lie anymore. Mm. That's not cool. That's not, yeah, that's yeah. a personal goal. Oh, he doesn't backbite anymore. Big <clears throat> deal. But, bro, you see him in a nice white thobe with his hair combed with his guy. I'm, I'm just describing <laughs> you. No, no. But I'm saying, you know, like people want that yeah. physical change. Mm. Oh, she's wearing so a true. job now. Wow. But the whole time she wore it so prematurely, she hasn't changed who she is. So she walks around feeling like a hypocrite. The world doesn't know, but she feels it. He hasn't given up smoking weed yet. He hasn't given up pornography, the haram relationship yet. But the outer looks like he has. His outer and his inner do not match. That causes conflict, spiritual conflict. And guess what happens? He feels like a hypocrite and eventually the beard comes off. Maybe he leaves Islam. Who knows what happens? Mm. Same thing with her. The hijab comes off. Because <clears throat> your outer and inner don't match. Focus on the inner. The outer will come. Mm. Be patient with that. Bro, I was going to speak about like, even with your own personal journey. Yeah. Right. Um, because we can all see how passionate you are about it. Uh, as many of the subjects and topics that you speak about, like you're passionate because, because again, you know, if when you when you've seen the other side, you come and and you want to share that and you want to bring goodness and value to people, um, like for example, just yeah. as an example, right? Sure. Um, people who are watching this video, they'll realize, oh, SQ, you've got some tattoos there. I do. Right. A few. Uh, for, for yeah, a few, right? <laughs> <Just> start yes. <laughs> and yeah. uh, obviously, the people who are just listening to the podcast, They're you won't know. It. So I'll have yeah. to we'll have to just sure. describe, describe right? Um, so yeah, so you, you've got tattoos and. Um, You've you've openly done videos, oh, yeah. you know, speaking about yeah. your tattoos. It's not like you've just hidden yeah. it away, right? Like you've you've spoken about mm -hmm. it, and you're like, you know what? This is my past. This is, this is who I am. Yeah. And um, you know, first let's speak about have you have you ever experienced like since you've come closer to the dean, like people still looking at you funny, like bro, you've still got tattoos. Absolutely like, you still not. Get that? Of course, no one ever judges <laughs> me. No, but you know, like uh, of course, people are going to judge me because you know they're not judging me; they're judging themselves. You understand? They're not judging me. They're judging themselves. They're so jealous that someone could turn their lives around. They're jealous about that. They're jealous of the fact that they're still doing something wrong and they haven't turned their lives around. So you know what? They would rather look at me who hasn't. Bro, the number one argument that I get is fix yourself before talking to us. You're going to promote and preach Islam while you still have tattoos. Let me get this. You're more focused with me removing my tattoos than me removing my bad deeds, my bad habits, because it's the visual. It's mm. the appearance. We're so focused on the outer, right? Bro, of course people can do that. Yeah. But that's a very small <clears throat> percent that's very loud. You know, that 3-4% of people, those 3-4% of people who don't like my Instagram daily stories, right? About yeah. a reminder, a daily reminder, right? To help people out. There's always going to be that 3 or 4%. The thing is, bro, that the shaitan makes that 3 or 4% feels like 96 or 97%, but it's not. It's only 3 to 4%. But yeah. the shaitan makes us feel, he amplifies that 3 to 4%, so we start feeling negative. Bro, I read those uh, YouTube comments. Mm. There's only a few, but the shaitan makes you hone in onto them so much yeah. that you feel like it's everything but it's like i'm skipping over and i'm filtering all the good that's coming from this right i the reason i put myself out there to answer the question essentially mm. bro is because i want that person who's at home who has given up who feels like allah won't accept him who that sister who feels like she's done so much haram that mm. brother who feels like he's still in the haram how will allah accept me they i just want them to know that the first step is not removing the tattoos. The first step is not growing the beard, wearing the hijab. The first step is sincerely putting your head to the ground and crying to Allah. That's the real first step. But they don't want you to know about that first step, bro. So we're going to mm. tell them about that first step. That's the first step. Tell them that the first step is you truly <clears throat> turning your heart to Allah and mm. asking Allah to keep me firm on your deen, give me consistency and allow me to die as a Muslim. That's the first step, but that's not a cool step, right? That's not a that's not a step mm. that shows the world you've really changed. The real step is remove your tattoo. Oh, mashallah, brother, SQ's changed his life around. Really? Really? But yet I still have a haram relationship. Yet I'm still talking to people behind their back. Yes, I'm still lying. But because you're just so focused on this... These are for the people to remind them that this is a reminder to me that your sins, the people listening to this, the people watching this, your sins are assets. Mm. 
Your sins need to be used to propel you in the positive direction, not bring you down. Mm. People think that their sins are holding them back in their like trunk of their car, right? In the boot of their car, and it's stopping them from going up the hill. What they don't realize is the sins is actually pushing them down the hill, and that momentum is going to carry them up towards Allah. And then guess what? With the baggage that you have, that's baggage. Mm. You have to learn to forgive yourself. I've learned to forgive myself, bro. After you seek tawbah to Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that Islam forgives everything. The Messenger Sallallahu teaches yeah. us this. Yeah. Tawbah istighfar literally wipes away everything. Yeah. True? Bro, I went to Umrah. Umrah is supposed to wipe away things. Yeah. You get me? Mm. Yet when I finished Umrah, someone told me my Umrah is not accepted. Right? Uh -huh. That's the beauty of it. That's mm. the beauty of it that that's, this is between me and Allah. Bro, if Allah can forgive you, when are you going to learn to forgive yourself? That's my question, mm. right? If Allah has forgiven you, when are you going to learn to forgive yourself? That's major. That's major. Yeah. That's the number one problem people have. People are so caught up in their past, bro. They're so busy looking back in the rearview mirror that they forget about all the exit that they had to get off over there and they miss their stop and they think their life is over. And because you're so focused on your own past, that's going to cause a lot of depression, a lot of sadness, mm. a lot. Because you don't see the future that Allah has ahead of you. You're not hopeful in Allah's mercy anymore. Why? Because you're beating yourself up because of those sins. Yes, you mm. sought tawbah for them. You have forgiveness for them. Allah's forgiven you. Inshallah, we believe in that. Now it's time to move on and forgive yourself. I've forgiven myself. I've moved on. Right? I still drop these videos here and there so that people could know I've moved on and answered those questions for those new followers, you know. Mm. May Allah bless them. But it's to tell you out there, person struggling, that hey, no matter where you are today, you can have a better future. I believe anyone watching this, bro, anyone listening to this is better than me. And I'm here to tell you right now, if I can do this, if SQ can do this, you can do this. You're way better than me. You're way smarter than me. You know more Quran than me. You know everything more than me. If I can do this, you can do this. You're way better than me. And I want to see you do it. Mm. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you go to the top because I love you. I want you to be the best version of yourself. And if I can do it, you can do it. And that's what this is for. To remind me of who I was and remind you that you can outpass me anytime. But just turn back to Allah. Wow. It's uh, we we don't we see we don't we don't think of all of these different elements, man. It's just so easy to judge nowadays. 100%. So easy to judge. Yeah. Like you know, I've actually I've actually seen with my own eyes the amount of people who, from from outward appearance, you would think these these people aren't very good people. Yeah. They're the first when the adhan goes, they're praying, and the same people who we think are outwardly pious, true, they're yeah, still chilling. True. Salah time. I've seen it with my own eyes. Same. Like I've been to events, I've been to places, and I and I've traveled and same. I've seen this. It. Yeah. It's it's crazy how we're so fixated. On, on just this outward appearance. Yeah. And not that, again, we're not promoting, like, you know, just do whatever you want. No. But we're, we're talking to the people. I think, because people need to understand we're talking to a specific audience Absolutely. here. Absolutely. And, and actually, I think sometimes we fail to realize that a large percentage of the ummah actually falls under the, Bro, the same people. Bro, most of them are there. Bro, like, and here's the thing, right? <clears throat> this is, they're neglected. Mm. They're neglected because these these YouTube videos, these lectures, these podcasts are usually towards a different spirituality level. Bro, I look, this is why I tell people, People try to ask me questions about, is that, you know, is Nike haram? I don't know. <laughs> is that haircut haram? I don't know. Ask like a Mufti Meg, bro. Hit him up, you know. <laughs> Hit a Mufti Meg. I don't know. But I'm saying like, I'm not there to help you with that. Yeah. I'm not here. I'm still <clears throat> trying to figure out my relationship with Allah. I'm still at the foundational level, bro, of the oneness of Allah. Mm. I'm still trying to love Allah. I'm still trying to learn more about Allah. Bro, I'm so intoxicated with learning more about Allah. I'm so intoxicated about learning my relationship with Allah. Because the more I learn about Allah, the more I'm learning about myself. I'm seeing my insecurities. I'm challenging my insecurities. Mm. I'm breaking those walls. I'm built. I'm bro, I'm breaking, I'm tearing those walls down. Those insecurities, those filters that we have that don't let people in. In. Bro, you see me, you met me just a minute, right? Like a few, a few, a little while back from the train station, pick me up. Bro, literally, I'm not, I'm trying not, I don't, I don't I'm not gonna hold up walls. Mm. I've let people in. Bro, yeah. I've learned to trust people, but I have no reason to trust you. I have no reason, right? Besides Islam, besides mm -hmm. that. I have no, people are so shy because they're afraid to, they have trust issues, bro. I talk about those trust issues and I'm willing to tear those walls down by how? 
putting myself on the line. I tell you about the haram relationship that damaged me. I tell you about how I witnessed my father beat my mother. I talk to you about this because guess what? You're dealing with that. Yeah. And before this, the, the lights turned on, the cameras were rolling. We were talking about this. <clears throat> yeah. Why aren't the youth turning to Islam? Because they don't see themselves there. They don't see a version of themselves in the masjid. They don't see themselves in the Islamic sphere or bubble of things. They think that Islam is for that person. And they don't see themselves as that person yet. So they delay it, say, hey, I, would, I just need to accomplish a few more things before I actually become that person. No. Mm. Allah will accept you exactly the way you are right now. And then Allah will develop you into a better person. So mm. when, I, when you see me, a dude, a regular dude, right? Tattoos, this and that. This is supposed to help a person see themselves, right? This is supposed to help a person who's a sinner currently see yeah. themselves like, you know what? Everything can be okay. And this Islam thing is for me. I don't have to do all these prerequisites to become friends with Allah. No, Allah will become friends with me. I can develop a close list, a link with Allah, with my maker. And then Allah will help me get rid of these bad habits. But mm -hmm. just because they're not gone right now, I don't have to quit marijuana quit pornography as a prerequisite for me to draw a link with Allah no draw a link right now and that relationship will help you quit that pornography that link mm. whatever issue you're having <clears throat> right now Allah will help that out because you know like you've just touched on some of those topics like um, you've spoken about so many different topics whether it's like uh, quitting pornography or yeah. masturbation and you know your own uh, like haram relationships of the Absolutely. past like you've spoken about these things Absolutely. and again I, it kind of relates to the other question that I asked you earlier on about you know these are like topics which many people would find uncomfortable hearing about. They'd feel like it's too controversial. Why yep. is this guy, you know, exposing his his sins yep. for? Why is this guy talking about stuff and and almost promote like shoving sure. it in our face? Sure. You know, so like how I, I know you've kind of touched on it, but how do you respond to that? And like why why Good like for example, if I say ask you why why do you talk about these topics? It's that's weird, bro. Point. Like what would you talk about masturbation for? You know, and that's so that's so funny. One because no one else is. That's yeah. Number one. Number two is this. You mentioned like two quotes that remind you of you know Umar Khattab. <clears throat> yeah. you mentioned that early on the question is why do we know that Umar Khattab was an alcoholic why do we know that right why do we know about the idol worship that he had done prior to Islam mm. why do we know about the fact that he was going to murder and kill the messenger right we know about this because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us a lesson that the same way that you can set out to do something haram, something wrong, something atrocious, and still have a future ahead of you. There's mm. a lesson behind this sort of stuff. If you watch any of my Jahiliya diaries on YouTube, if you listen to any of my talks, I always mention my past, and you mentioned that, I talk yeah. about my tattoos, talk about the haram relationships. Some people would say, bro, why are you mentioning, your? why are you revealing your past? If you really listen to it, the lesson's never about what I was doing. The mm. lesson is what I've learned from it. Right? What yeah. I've learned from the story of Abu Bakr Siddiq, what I've learned from the story of Umar bin Khattab, what I've learned from the story of Khalid bin Walid. Bro, listen, how about this? Khalid bin Walid, literally one of the reasons he didn't want to become a Muslim is because he felt guilty for all the things he's done against the Muslims. So imagine that guilt stopping you from becoming a Muslim. Imagine the guilt of the sin that you are doing right now that's stopping you from turning back to Allah. That's the main reason, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Most people aren't turning to Allah right now it's because they feel guilty about the things they've done and the things they're still doing. The things they've done in the past is holding them back, that rearview mirror. The things that they're currently doing is stopping them from seeing the future so they can't see what's ahead of them because they're not thinking long-term, they're thinking short-term. Because they're still doing something wrong, they don't think that they have a future in Islam. Because they've done something wrong, they don't think that they can become a Muslim. That's Khalid bin Walid. Everyone out there like that, that's Khalid bin Walid, basically. Khalid bin Walid literally was hesitant to become a Muslim because of those exact issues. Mm. Look at the things I've done. Look at where I am right now. They won't accept me. Mm. So exactly that's what happened. He actually came. Finally, it was over. The conquest was about to happen in Makassun. Khalid bin Walid comes to the Messenger Salsalam. Awesome. He comes to Medina. And everyone is like a little nervous, worried, but they're happy. They know this is good. He's not coming over here. This is a good sign. He's by himself, right? Comes over there. And he's like, take me to the messenger, Salsalam. Take me to him right now. Take me to the messenger, Salsalam. I want to go to him right now. And the number one thing that he was asking and concerned most about with the messenger, Salsalam, was, oh, messenger of Allah, I've done this, 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 this. Now, I want you to think about what that is for you. He was talking about, I've attacked Muslims. I've plotted against Muslims. I've killed Muslims. What is your version of that, huh? I've smoked weed. I am smoking weed. I've watched pornography. I've had haram relationships. I've done zina. Right? That's your version of that. How is Allah going to... How can I be a Muslim? How can you be a Muslim? How can you turn back to Allah after all that? Mm. 
And the messenger Sallallahu said, what? What did he say? Oh, Khalid, don't you know Islam forgives everything? Oh, Fatima watching. Oh, Ahmed watching. Don't you know Islam forgives everything? What are you doing holding on to your baggage? Let go of it. Let go of it. Yes, you might be doing something currently right now, but turn back to Allah. He will help you get out of it. But the shaitan wants you to think that he won't. Shaitan wants you to think you're too far gone. No. Mm -hmm. You're never too far gone. Start right now. That's what it is. We all have a version of that of ourselves in these companions. But how would you have known this if there's no jahiliyyah of Khalid bin Walid available? If there's no jahiliyyah of that? I'm showing you my jahiliyyah to let you know that learn from my mistakes. I don't want you to get into a haram relationship. Bro, do you know how many parents are out there? They literally don't know how to bond with their children. Mm. They don't know what their teenage children are going through. How are they going to connect with their children? How are they going to connect with them? Their children literally see them as an authority figure and nothing more. There's nothing out there. And parents are lost. Yeah. Lost. Okay. They're out there. They don't know about the fitness that are happening. They might know of it, but they don't know of it. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Okay. Your son is thinking of having a girlfriend. How do you know to combat that? What are you going to tell him? Oh, that's haram. Stay away from it. Well, he probably even knows that. He doesn't care about it. But then you watch this video from SQ talking about how that haram relationship messed me up. How that made me not trust a woman ever again. How that made me, like when I got married, bro, I thought my wife was going to leave me. Every single day I came home, I thought my wife was going to leave me. I thought I was going to come home and my wife was going to be home. Every time I messaged my wife and she wouldn't respond immediately, I thought that maybe she's cheating on me. Mm. That's how it messed me up. That's messed but up. how yeah. are you gonna learn about these things if your parents just tell you it's haram? Well, I'm gonna tell you why the, why Allah made it haram because of this. Mm. This is why it's haram. It's haram because Allah said so. Period. Period. It messes with you. Period. But I'm gonna tell you some of the things that it messes you. This is what it's gonna do to you. Heartbreak is not something Allah wants you to experience. It's mm. terrible. It messes with you. It makes you have so many trust issues. I'm telling you from the perspective of not what I'm doing with them. I'm talking about what happened to me after that. Yeah. What happened to me when I had a girlfriend? When I went to the bar for the first time? When I had my first taste of alcohol? What it did to me as a person? How having wrong friends will mess you up? That's what you're supposed to learn from a jahiliyyah. That's the same thing you're learning from the jahiliyyah of anyone. Yeah. But the problem is that people are insecure to share. I'm not afraid of sharing with the fact that I was abused when I was a child. I'm not afraid of that. Because one, someone is going through that currently. Two, someone's been through that and they don't think that they can get an out. They don't see light ahead of the tunnel. Mm. They think it's over for them. But here's the beautiful thing. And this is why the messenger salah is so awesome. important. His seed is so important. Bro, when we're in a situation... People who have parents who are non-Muslim, their parents were alcoholics. They, they're so messed up, bro. Alhamdulillah, we are, most of the, our, our youth don't have that problem. But mm -hmm. there's people who do. Bro, if a person has parents who are alcoholics, they're so messed up. They're literally, the parents have messed them up. They literally do not see a future for themselves. They blame their parents and the alcoholism, the bad raising of their parents. If they can see a story or hear a story of someone who's made it, after they had the same type of upbringing, mm. they know they can do it. If you're out there and you got raised by only one parent, if you got raised in foster care and you think your life is over, you look at the messenger's house and you're like, no, awesome. life's not over. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. Life's not over. If you feel like that middle child that you were neglected, but you look at the messenger's house and how he would be the last one to eat, he was neglected, and he still made it for himself, you, you could officially relate. And that goes back to what we were talking about, seeing yourself in the religion. Mm. Seeing yourself. The Messenger Salsam allows you to see yourself in the religion. Everything that you could go through, there's something in the Messenger Salsam that allows you to see yourself, relate, and identify with within the religion. That's mm. the most important part, bro. So I am helping you identify those qualities. If SQ can do it, just know that you can do it. I'm here as an example that if I can do something and I could get over it and I could fight my way through it, that means you can do it out there too. That's the entire purpose of the Jahiliyyah Diaries. That's the entire purpose of me opening up. Yeah. It's not, there's no, bro, I'm not revealing a sin. What mm. sin am I telling you? I'm not telling you no details of how we were doing it and what we were doing. No, I'm telling you, okay, this happened, but this is what came out of it. This mm. is what led up to it. If you're on those circles, if you're with those friends, stay away from them. They'll leave you to haram. I think the main, the main thing is that we take from that is, in general, in general, like the, the principle in life is that we, we're supposed to take lessons from the past. 100%. In fact, the whole, the, the Quran, the way it's laid out, the reason why almost one third of the Quran is stories Beautiful. Beautiful. is the fact that Allah wants you to take lessons from those stories. There's a reason why he says, 
you know, a prophet was sent to this specific nation. This is the sins that they got up to. This is the, the bad things that they did. This is their ultimate punishment. But there were a group from amongst them that also did X, Y, Z. And, and, and the reason why Allah does that, that's almost one third of the Quran. Like we would think maybe most of the Quran is halal, haram, you know, mm-hmm. do this, do that. Actually, no. Yeah. It's actually giving you examples of people of the past. And I think taking what, what I just mentioned from the Quran and applying it to our own lives, yeah. I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons that, that we can take. And that causes you, bro, to think about your past, mm. causes you to be super reflective. And yeah. sometimes people want to run away from that reflective process. Think about this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned to Musa alayhi when he called him in the cave in Surah Taha about that thing that he did. He knows about it. Mm. You're not running away from it. So it's not like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't know and he's telling Musa alayhi despite these things I've still chosen you Musa Mm. you get what I'm saying the reason people don't want to deal with their insecurities and their issues is because they're so embarrassed of them yes embarrassment Mm. is a process bro of Tawbah to get over it but if you're still embarrassed of them that means you haven't learned to forgive yourself and that becomes negative baggage that's holding you back bro from propelling your way in the direction of Allah now bro the past will hurt you but you you could either run from it or you could learn from it that's a quote from the Lion King. I don't even forget this. I mean, that's Rafiki. That's my man Rafiki when he saw Simba. You get what I'm saying? All right, that's not me. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I didn't say something genius like that's Rafiki from Simba, bro. I mean, so I'm saying that people are like so caught up with their past, bro. Get over it. Yeah. Move forward from it. You get nothing. Talk more about it, right? Without the details, mm. but learn from it yourself. Take lessons from it, and that comes from owning it. Own your past a little bit more. Yeah, you know, uh, it's just, that's so funny, bro. <laughs> I was like, wow, SQ, bro. Wow, that's, SQ. that's so deep, bro. I could have Well, like, bro, Disney stole the Lion King. I learned that the other day, bro, from a Japanese. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that too, you know. Mm. It's, it's, it's crazy, That's man. not going to be me. I yeah. quoted. I quoted people, you know. Yeah, you attributed it to the, yeah. to the, to the right fellow, man. Um, I was going to, I was, I was going to basically going to say that um, in terms of giving up on people, because again, we spoke about that at the beginning. It's True. so easy to look at someone. True. Uh, even if you haven't experienced it yourself, you can see someone True. that's struggling and you're like, nah, there's, there's no hope it's for this done. person, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and it's actually like a lot of people don't know like everyone knows the story of Yunus salam, yeah. right in the Quran and everyone knows what he went through and how yeah. he was in the darkness and how he was got, like suffering so much and then he calls out to Allah yeah. and and where he where he was at the time he's in the belly of a whale right and it's Allah still beautiful. answered him beautiful. but a lot of people don't know why he ended up in this situation? I want to clap this in, up. This is, <laughs> yo, you're a genius, bro. I love this. That's the same connection I would make. Yeah, keep keep yeah, going. Like, like. Kill it. I want you to kill it. This is your Instagram clip right now. Put the cameras on him. Only edit him right now. Go for it. Tell us, bro. Tell us. Listen, bro. If you're if you're listening to this on your commute right now, turn up the headphones. All right. If you're in your car, turn up the dial. Listen to what my bro. brother's about to say. Go on, bro. I've never been like gassed up this much, no, bro. bro. <laughs> by it. any of Do my it. guests. I come rub your shoulders and I'm your hype man right now. All right. That's it, Every bro. time you say something, I'm gonna just. Hype it up like hip hop style. Go go go! Do it. Go go! I'm gonna show you an example. Do it. Do it. Okay, bro. So uh, Yunus Ali Salam, he ends up in the in the in the belly of the whale, and mm, a lot of people him. they don't know why he was there in the first place. They don't place. know. Everyone. Tell him, Shabir. Tell him. <laughs> Every. <laughs> I love this, bro. This is pure teamwork this right is, now. This is. <laughs> so. We have to take like we have to rewind and go back to why Yunus. What did Yunus Salam himself do? Because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, when He looks at His prophets who are the best of creation, if they were to do something, even if it's not a sin, it's just the smallest blunder or error or yeah. mistake. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala basically takes that as if that's it. Like you, you guys should have known better because you're the best. Right? You're the best of the best. So Yunus Salam, He just does one small thing. And by the way, even the Prophet Salam himself, he's like, yeah. of course, our belief is they don't sin. Right, it's and those lessons are really sins. for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're recording the Quran for yeah, us just to, to show, like, yeah, I'm yeah, human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm human. And, so how, even the and how they take feedback. Yes. How they took it. the feedback. That's yeah. it. So, like, with the Prophet, like, remember that's that one incident where he, he frowned. He frowned, yeah. Bro, he didn't even say anything. <laughs> that's a frown. He I didn't frowned even say right, <laughs> I frowned before coming here a million times. <laughs> exactly, yeah. bro. Imagine you're sitting in the train, you're like, it's hot, you're frowning, you're looking at this person, this person's annoying me. Yeah. Bro, the Prophet just frowned. He didn't even say a word to the blind Sahabi. Abdullah ibn Umm Maktoum that came mm-hmm. and the blind Sahabi didn't even know because he's yeah. blind he can't even see but that look at that right but he didn't Allah, even know exactly. but Allah still showed him still re- wow. reveal verses wow. in the Quran like wow. showing like how how dare you do look that look at the bro. imagery bro a yeah. frown is a visual thing he can't even see it exactly and you yeah. can't even see yeah. that you did something wrong yeah Look at the imagery! Oh my mm. God, that's genius, bro. That's wow. So, so, so that's wow. that example. But Yunus, what did Yunus yeah. Ali Salam do? He actually 
gave up on his people. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Because yes. because he went to them yes. as every messenger yes. and prophet did. Yes. He gave da'wah. Yes. He he warned them, warning after warning, and they rejected, bro. Just That's like it. every other nation. Yes. And Allah says in Surah Yunus, He says that every nation was finished, illa qawma Yunus. Wow. Except that qawm. That's so unique. Bro, why? Because why are they so unique? Is because actually Normally, the sunnah is that, okay, we warn them. And, and, and this is the beauty, by the way. When mm. Allah SWT warns a nation, He doesn't just punish them straight away. Yeah. He gives, gives them, a them a grace period. He gives bro. them a chance. It's amazing, isn't wow. it? He gives them a grace period. Yeah. And the scholars say that usually that grace period is three days. Yeah. Right? Like the final. Yeah, after. Yeah, 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 yeah. So imagine Nuh Islam, 950 years yeah. he gives da'wah. And then the punishment comes yes. three days, right? Three so, days, yeah. So you've got a grace period of three days where slowly you're going to start seeing, okay, the clouds, clouds maybe right? something. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And then you're like, okay, maybe this guy was right. True. But even then, most of the nations, they still decided to disobey and they wow. still decided to yeah. disbelieve because they were like, oh, it's just a few clouds. Except it's going to rain Yunus a bit. Right? Those people, yeah. Except them. Yeah. So Yunus, at the last minute, he says, you know what? You've got your three day grace period. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Forget it. You guys are being destroyed now. Yep. And he gives up on his people, even though there was Aha, still actually three days. That's it. Do you see? That's it. So he leaves. Yep. And then that's when the whole story happens in the meantime, where Allah decides to sh- show him a lesson. Yeah. And, and, and the whale swallows him. You know, yeah. you know everything that happened, right? That was happening during this time. Yeah. But what was happening on the other end is like a story. Like you go yeah. from one scene to one the other. One story right? there, one story yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what happened in the meantime? They're changing. Bro, they, they did Toba. They yeah. did Toba, they repented. Bro, and imagine saved he gets them. spit out that whale and he's like in a different dimension, bro. Yeah. Like, what? You've accepted Islam now? Yeah. So, yeah, since yeah. when I've got. And that's the thing, yeah, right? Yeah. You can't give up on your people. Mm. That's an example of not giving up on your people. Bro, as dies, every yeah. single one of us is die. <clears throat> Let me tell you something right now. You non practicing, quote unquote, Muslim out there, you're also a die. You know what you're uh, giving dawah to? The non Muslims about what Islam can do. Bro, you've probably had this where, you know, maybe. You know, you don't want to do something that's incorrect. Maybe, mm. you know, uh, like I've had work gatherings and where, you know, they wanted to work, gather at a bar, yeah. right? At yeah, a bar. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, listen, I can't go. I can't do that. You know, it's against my religion. But such and such person is going. I mean, he's Muslim mm. too. Are you more Muslim than him? No. See, you're giving da'wah but incorrectly. Everyone is resp- Everyone's impacting everyone in some yeah, way, yeah. shape, or form. But you need to know, bro, everyone deserves da'wah. Listen to what I'm saying. That's the story we learned from Yunus al-Islam. Everyone deserves da'wah, and you do not have the right to give up on anyone. Because when you give up on someone, when you abort your test on your own, you get swallowed up by the whale. And everyone, mm. that's metaphorical for you in a different way. You know, like you start going maybe in your own darkness thinking of piety. Like I tried, Allah Mm. sealed their hearts. But you know what happens? Out of that town of Taif comes memorizers of the Quran, right? And the messenger knew that. He saw that, that I'm not going to give up on them. He made a dua for them. Bro, today we give a leaflet, a little pamphlet. We give them Surah Maryam and they're like, oh, they didn't accept Islam. They still believe in this shirk. Oh, guess what? Oh, Allah sealed their hearts. Who are you? That's your whale. You're in the whale right now. You're Mm. in darkness. You've given up on them, bro. They still have a chance until their heart is beating. They have a chance, bro. Mm. You can't give up. I don't care who they are. I don't care if they're Muslim, non-Muslim. I don't care if you're a Muslim drug dealer out there. You have a chance as much as everyone else. And you deserve high-level quality dawah. As much as everyone else does. You deserve that chance. You deserve that. It's everyone. Mm. I don't care. Listen to what I'm saying right now. I got closer to the mic. I don't care if you're in the LGBTQ committee. I don't care if you're in that community. You deserve dawah. Everyone deserves. Bro, Lut alayhi islam still said, Yeah, qawmi. Oh, my people. Oh, my God, bro. Mm. He's saying those people, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, this earth has never seen such a thing like that ever mm. he said yeah call me because no one will listen to you unless you show them you care this, this is the this is life's lesson bro yeah. no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care mm. no one will listen i don't care how much knowledge you have if you're rude no one's gonna listen to you you could have a phd from medina azhar wherever wherever you want if you don't show people that you're genuine and you're sincere and you care about them, you're going out your way for them, they don't care what you have to say. They won't mm. listen to you. Because people only people don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care about them. Yeah, mm. call me. I'm telling you, I care about you. You're my people. Yeah. I care about me. Listen to mm. me. I'm a sincere advisor from the Lord of the worlds. Fear him. Be mm. mindful of him. And guess what? If you are, he's going to increase you. Bro, you deserve dawah. Don't give up on anyone. Don't give up on anyone. Yes, you might feel defeated. 
Yes, you might have personal biases, right, towards them. But don't give up on anyone. Because Yunus Aleyhisselam gave up. And he became in this darkness. Until he did what? What was the dua, bro? Say, say the famous dua for us. Come on. Bro, the dua that he made... And subhanAllah, he was, Allah says, Nada that he called out in darkness, mm. right? Mm. And when he thought there's no way out, he says, La ilaha illa anta subhanak, inni kuntu min al That, oh Allah, there's none worthy of worship except you, glorified be you. Mm. And, and he admits, he says, I was from amongst the wrongdoers. Reflection. Yeah, that's it. Reflection. He, he, he reflects and, 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 and he admits that, look, I was wrong. Uh, right? He it. admits. And, and this is actually going back to beautifully yeah, everything we've been yeah. speaking about. Full circle. And, and, you know, one narration actually says that the angels, they obviously, because his, his dua, it shook the heavens, right? And the uh. angels, they heard this and they were like, Ya Allah, there's, there is... Uh, a dua, there's a call that's been made from an unfamiliar place from a familiar servant. Oh my god, that is amazing, bro. The angels know you, right? Oh my god, exactly. Like, it gives me like, chills. like an unfamiliar place, but a familiar voice, mm -hmm. meaning mm -hmm. no one's ever made been dua there. and no one's ever made sujood in the belly of a whale. Wow. Only Yunus has done wow. it. Until that, bro, now, that's bro. why I feel like Muslims need to be astronauts. We need to make sujood on the moon, bro. <laughs> bro. Go to Mars, bro. Yeah, and then play Turaka on Mars, bro. Come on. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Listen, if you listen to this right now, join NASA, bro. We need this. Bro, imagine in the fiqh books, like, talking yeah. about these new yeah. Messiah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you pray Salah on Mars? Oh, my God. Right? It's crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and the angel's like, you know, that's the unfamiliar place. But there is a familiar voice, mm. which is Yunus. Which, mm. by the way, there's another lesson, which is that Yunus didn't wait until the moment of hardship Beautiful. to remember Allah. Beautiful. He remembered Allah throughout his entire life, Beautiful. even when things were good, Beautiful. even when his people were okay, like mm -hmm. things were okay. So True. that's what they're saying. It's familiar. We think that the only time that we turn to Allah is only in the when, lowest. Exactly. No. no. And it's it's always. important. Like yeah. you have to, you should, but always, like even when you're going through some good prosperity. And look, bro, ease. the lowest reminds us to turn back to Allah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But you should never wait till you get there. Exactly. If you think that goodness is coming from you, right? Mm. People, you know, love to praise themselves. But when evil comes, they blame it on Allah. Mm. Allah is punishing me. Oh, maybe it's black magic. Now, let, mm. me just, let me just be clear with you. The problem is that you're entitled. You feel like your life should have been all peaches and cream. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you thought your life was supposed to be profiteroles. No, bro. <laughs> your life is not supposed to be just amazing. There's ups and downs if the messenger saw some had Sounds. ups and downs who are you and i yeah it feels good when things are good and we feel like allah loves us more yeah. bro whenever things are going good for me i'm like so hold on a second and that's what the companions used to do right mm. they used to get afraid they're like wait yeah. does allah not love me anymore like mm. has he forgotten about me like where's the hardships where's the trials but the trial is will you remember allah in the in the best of situations that's also a trial you yeah. know do you forget about allah or does your quran recitation get more does your salah increase? Mm. Correct? Because you want to remind yourself that this is from Allah. I'm not entitled. I didn't do this. I didn't get ill feed. This is Allah. You know, like this is the blessing from Allah. I'm not amazing. This is all yeah. from Allah. And there's going to be ups and downs. And the ups are to remind you of Allah. And the downs are also to remind you of Allah. Fear Allah. Be mindful of Allah. Be thankful to Allah. Because the more grateful you are, bro, when you plant a tree of gratitude, mm. naturally the fruit is positivity. <clears throat> yeah. The tree of gratitude, if your gratitude is towards Allah, the roots become strong. Yeah. And when you're in some hardship <clears throat> and you focus on the gratitude and your gratefulness towards Allah, everything that Allah has done for you, bro, the fruits that will come out of that is positivity. Mm. It's goodness, right? But if you find yourself to be someone really negative, if you're listening to this right now, you're like, oh, I'm really negative. I'm always having a bad day. Always negative, always negative. It's because you've planted a seed of ingratitude. Mm. The fruits of ingratitude, bro, are bitter and nasty yeah. and negative. It's like, it's like again, how the, <clears throat> how the Prophet ﷺ, he says Prophet like, how amazing is the, the, the affair of the believer? Mm. How amazing. And, and he gives those examples. Beautiful. Beautiful. He goes, look, a believer, when they go through difficult times, and they definitely will go through difficult sure. times, sure. but they have sabr, yep. then there's an amazing positive outcome Absolutely. for them. And Absolutely. at the same time, when they're going through goodness, but 100%. they're grateful, coming back to what you just mentioned, 100%. shukr, there's also... Uh, yeah. a, 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 an amazing positive yeah, outcome for them absolutely. so it's like it's win-win you can't lose yeah, it's bro, win -win. if you're a believer you're literally in the best of positions you can't lose you're yeah. literally you're the winner you win bro you can't bro how can you defeat someone with such odds that when something bad is happening to you you're like oh alhamdulillah at least I got mm. this you know what I mean at least I got my body at least I have my health bro the number one thing is finding ways to be gratitude and don't be entitled don't mm. think that you know you're some special no bro 
you are going to go through the same hardships that anyone else is going through. Yeah. Don't be entitled because when you're entitled, you start looking for only the positives and you avoid the negatives. No, bro, there's lessons and positivity even in the negativity. Learn from them. Learn from mm. the mistakes. Learn to see what your errors were, what got you there, right? Yeah. That's what Yunus Islam did, right? We hear the reflection in it. He's praising Allah and then he said, I was in the wrong, right? Mm. And if you don't take me out of the situation, right? Like I, I'm at loss. And that's what Musa Islam said. He's like, Allah, I'm literally poor. I have nothing, ya Allah. Mm. And whatever you give me, Allah, I'm in desperate need of that. Because they realized that they got themselves there. Mm. See, he killed someone. He got himself there. Yunus abandoned his test. He got himself there. The number one thing is personal accountability. You got to learn to be accountable about yourself because that's showing control. When mm. you take control and ownership of your life, literally, you start like you start holding yourself accountable about things. That's when real reflections happen and that's when breakthroughs happen. And that's when you could draw closest to Allah because you realize it was me, Allah. I can't just mm. waste my time blaming you, Allah. I'm blaming myself and Allah, I'm ready to move forward. Help me out, Allah. Please help yeah. me out. Please, Allah, make it easy for me. You know, uh, the, the point I loved uh, that you made about um, like Qawm, like Lut mm-hmm. calling out to his people. Still, True. like doesn't matter what they're oh, doing, yeah. they're still my people. And it, again, it reminds me of a verse in the Quran where Allah says, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا مِنْ رَسُولٍ إِلَّا بِلِسَانِ قَوْمِهِ So that we never sent a messenger except with the lisan. The word mm-hmm. lisan means a tongue. Mm-hmm. Except with the tongue of his own people. Wow. Right, so we sent the messenger with the tongue, and and the reason why that's interesting is because I feel like now today, obviously there's no messengers. You yeah. know, our final messenger was Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but we all have the responsibility of, the of that. Exactly, yeah. we all have that responsibility of da'wah, and I feel like the lisan of today one is social media. Bro. True, bro, it, right is. it is. It is, bro, it is because people are to, readers. Yeah, we have podcasts. Out, yeah, yeah. Right, like you can't be. Yo, you have to jump on, bro. So how about this? Mm. When the messenger Salaam would be in a in a battle, right? And they would defeat someone, mm. okay? And they would be prisoners, okay? Prisoners of war. The number one way that someone could buy their own freedom. This has never been seen in history. Show me one other documentation of this, right? You could buy your own freedom. How? By teach my people how to read and write. <laughs> there we go buy your freedom because that's a technology yeah. that's a technology okay cool when paper was finally discovered by them they knew they had to use that technology mm. today's technology is podcast today's technology is Instagram YouTube Facebook this is today's technology you gotta use it because a believer is smart he's thinking about the future how am I gonna preserve these messages mm. because think about it even our uh, companions the Khalifas they preserve these messages because <clears throat> they knew that the later generation has to come yeah. and Uthman السلام, he knew right excuse me right he knew that there's gonna be people, people who are not Arabs they need to know about vowels. They don't know how to pronounce things. Mm-hmm. So we introduced the vowel of the Quran. That's the yeah. main Qurans we read now, yeah. right? They understood if you and I are smart, you and I are building a digital library for people to come. For people to come. So when they find it, they're like, oh, this podcast, this Elm feed thing is pretty ill. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is nice. Bro, we're using today's technology to Bro, further Islam. Saying ill in the UK is a bad thing, by the no way. way. Yeah, yeah. No, really? What, yeah, what does that you, mean? We don't say oh, yeah, like you're sick. Ill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, for us, bro, for, for, for New York, it's just like, oh, that's ill. Like, that's, nah, that's, that's, that, that's sick. That's we sick. say that's sick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that. sick. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. I'm teaching you something new, so y'all need to start using ill. This is the lisan part, right? This, this is the is language, like, bro. And you got to know the yeah. language of your people, right? The That's lingo. a part of it. The yeah, lingo, yeah. the culture, bro. You mm. got to know, you got to be hit with the culture of what's around in your communities, bro. Mm. You're in East London right now. East London speak different from up North Rotherham, yeah, right? From yeah, Scotland, yeah, yeah. from Glasgow, right? From Wales. You got to know the lingo of all the people. And Allah SWT sent the messengers with their lingo. Mm. They knew their lingo. They knew they were raised. They knew their character. They weren't an outsider. They weren't aliens. They weren't just some random dude coming here and telling you everything about Allah. No. Mm. You saw me raised. You know about me. You know about my parents, parents, parents. You know who my grandfather was. You know who my uncles are. You know me as a person. Why would I ever lie to you? Exactly. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent people, you need to give da'wah in your community. And this is my number one reminders to all the reverts. This is my number one reminder to all the reverts. And this is going to be controversial, but I love it. Right? I love it. Ilm feeds like, oh my God, SQ, don't say anything stupid. Yeah, don't yeah. worry, I'm not. I'm like, oh, no. sh- should I invite him? Into the- <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, guys, that is the Ilm Feed podcast. No, 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 but hear me out, right? This is your land. These are your people. Understand this right now. You grew up in East London. You grew up in the Bronx. You are Dominican. 
you are Puerto Rican, you are Mexican, you are Jamaican, you are wherever you're from. Own it. Love where you're from, bro. Don't think that all of a sudden you become a Muslim. You got to throw on a thobe now and do all this. No, bro. Be you. Do you. My number one, bro, my job is to help people discover their Islamic identities. Discover and develop. That's it. Bro, you are from Jamaican, right? The Jamaican heritage. You are Afro-American. You are whatever you are from, wherever you're from. Love where you're from. The messenger saw some used to love Mecca. He was so sad that his own people kicked him out. Mm. The Ansar, bro. The Ansar knew how much the Messenger Salsam loved Mecca. Mm. When they conquered Mecca, they were afraid that he was going to go live over there. They said, but Messenger, we took you in. Mm. Are you going to leave us now? He said, no, I am from you. No, I'm, I'm going to be. And he died in Medina, bro. Can mm. you believe that? Mm. Bro, there's nothing wrong with loving where you're from until it, it supersedes your religion. Yeah. Then you need to chill out, right? If you are Dominican, who's going to give dawah to the Dominicans if it ain't you? If you start acting brand new, acting like you ain't from them, if you start acting like you are not from them, you're not Mexican, you're not Puerto Rican, you're not Jamaican, if you start acting that you're not Swedish, German, whatever, British, English, if you start acting this way, how are you going to give dawah to your people? Mm. You got to show your people that the message came to me, guys, that your Lord is only one and there's a day of judgment and to obey only Him and follow the messengers. That's the messenger. You're literally the messenger of the messenger coming to your people. And you can't leave them to go astray. You cannot leave them. Do not let your people go astray. Show them that, look, I haven't forgot my heritage. I still eat my own food. I still love my mother. I still, you know, follow the cultures of my thing so long it doesn't interfere with my religion. Mm. I still follow it. I love it, right? So people forget where they're from. Islam, bro, Islam, when people like jump on Islam, Mm. the number one thing is that they lose their identity. I'm being serious. I did. But when I actually like started following and practicing Islam about, I'm going to say like eight years ago, I think. You know, alhamdulillah, wow, eight years ago, I'm getting old. Uh, you know, actually, I'm still a baby, right? Eight years, what do I know, bro? Why are you even listening to me? Turn this off. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but like eight years ago when I started following, bro, my number one thing I did, I sold, listen to what I'm telling you right now. I sold all my sneakers. You guys call them trainers here. Mm-hmm. I sold all my sneakers, my trainers, sold it all. I sold all my clothes, my expensive clothes. I'm talking about like brands, bro, like Louis Vuitton, YSL, everything just because my number one thing with this is the dunya, this is the dunya. Nope, 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 nope. I'm a traveler in this world. What does a traveler need? Simple clothes, basic, uh, this and that. I found that becoming so difficult on myself, bro. I, I would look in the mirror and I'm like, who is that guy? I didn't even recognize. I would go out and when I seen someone with a nice pair of sneakers or trainers, nice clothes, I would admire them. I'm like, oh, mashallah, that looks nice. But then I'm like, no, 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 no. See, that's the dunya in you, bro. No, that's the dunya in you. You can't love that. You can't love having nice stuff. You can't love having nice stuff. No, 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 no that's wrong. Mm. Then I realized, bro, that there's an intricate balance. Between one third of the dunya, two thirds of the hereafter. The moment your clothes start making you feel arrogant, it's time for you to glow. Yeah. It's time for your clothes to go. I mean, don't go naked and take your clothes off, please. Don't do that, right? <laughs> but I'm saying it's time for you to change up and really do some reflections, yeah. right? But if your clothes don't do that to you, there's nothing wrong with having the nicest of conveyance, right? Mm-hmm. Even the companions are like, is that what you mean, O Messenger of Allah, by pride? We love having the nicest of things. Allah, uh, Allah's Messenger is like, we love having the nicest clothes and conveyance. We can't go to Jannah. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. What kibber, what pride, what arrogance is, is the denying of the truth. It's the denying of the truth when it comes to you. You just got exposed that you feel arrogant. Okay, now deal with that, right? Mm. But if those things don't have an effect on you, if that's not your test, then why would you make it your test? If it's not your test, it's not your test. If you like having nice things, you like having nice things, right? Mm. So long as you're also making sure that you're not going in the reds for that, right? You're not overdrawing. You're not getting credit card debt. Then you need to get your priorities straight. Islamic finance is simple, bro. Don't buy something you can't afford. Simple, right? If you're spending all your entire paycheck, your month's income on a pair of trainers or on a belt, bro, you need to do some like soul searching, bro. You need to do some soul searching. I would rather you save for like five months and still have some money in the bank, right? Still have some money in your pockets than spend all your money on your waist and now you're asking people for a pound. Like, come on, don't do that, right? So literally, Islam shouldn't help you lose your identity. It should, it should remove the bad qualities from you, the evil qualities from you, and it should develop the good ones that are already in you. That's what Islam does, bro. It removes the evil and develops the good that you already possess, and it helps you get more.
Subhanallah. You know what, bro? We're coming to the end of it, and I feel like really already, already, already. I feel like you know we've we've discussed so much, but I, f- I still feel like there's so much more that we need Absolutely. to talk about. Um, but since like a lot of the things that we spoke about is geared towards, especially I think the younger audience, the youth that are out there, yep. and there's a lot of like young, mashallah, like uh, youth that are trying to connect with the deen they're trying to come closer they're a lot more conscious of their religion alhamdulillah which is really really good um, but I wanted some final final tips uh, for some of the youngsters that are listening sure. wherever they are in the world in the UK or US or anywhere sure. else um, they're struggling they're trying to come to terms with things yeah. right so some of the things you just mentioned the worldly life the yeah. new stuff What's your final tips from SQ? My, my final tips for someone who's struggling with like maybe pornography, masturbation, mm. or just like struggling to turn back to Allah. The thing is that when you start feeling that pain that you don't have a good relationship with Allah or you've done something wrong, what you do is immediately mask it by doing something else to ignore it. So if you did something wrong, you might do more wrong things to cover that up. Don't do that. Harbor that feeling of pain. Harbor that feeling of anxiety. Harbor it. Remember what that feels like, okay? Then the next time you're about to do it, Remember that feeling. You see, when we're about to do a bad habit, it's to get out of a specific state. We're in a specific state right now of maybe boredom, loneliness, or whatever that might be. And to get out of that state, we're going to do something wrong, impermissible, impermissible, because the shaitan has somehow tricked us that when we do that thing, we're going to feel really, really good about it. We're going to feel really, really nice. And he causes you to focus on the short-term pleasure that you're going to get from that thing. And once you've done it, once you're done with that pornography, the haram relationship, that zina, that marijuana, whatever it is, you are now chilling with long-term regret. So instead, you need to reverse engineer that. When you're thinking about doing something wrong, instead of thinking about that short-term pleasure that you're going to get, hanging out with your boys, smoking weed, watching some family guy on YouTube, no, 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 no. Or you know, eating some donor kebab because, oh my God, it tastes so good. No, this is what you need to do. Instead of that, focus on the long-term regret that you're going to feel when you're coming down from that high. Focus on that long-term regret that you're going to feel when you're coming back from that drive from committing zina. Focus on the long-term regret you're going to feel after you get out the shower, after you've done something haram. Focus on the long-term regret that you feel after you've done something wrong. So when you're about to do something wrong and you think about that short-term pleasure, you immediately remember, but I'm going to feel like this after. So when you do something wrong, harbor, focus on that wrong feeling. Go pray two units of prayer. Associate some positivity to that. Meaning, when you do something wrong, the, uh, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala teaches us to replace it with a good deed. When you do something wrong, replace it with a positive deed. Condition your mind in a different way. You did something incorrect. Now to teach yourself a lesson, you're gonna read two pages of Quran. You're going to teach yourself a lesson. Because, bro, our parents, our elders, our teachers are here to discipline us. But now you're doing deeds and sins by yourself that no one could discipline you for. So you know who's going to discipline you? Hint, hint, yourself. You got to learn to discipline yourself. You got to learn to punish yourself, quote unquote, punish yourself. Meaning, you did something wrong. Now, how are you going to atone for that wrong? I'm going to read two units of prayer. That's my, that's my quote-unquote punishment to myself. That's how I'm going to learn from my mistake. That's what I'm going to discipline myself. I'm going to read two pages of Quran, two units of prayer. I'm going to stand in Qiyam now for this. I'm going to memorize this surah. I'm going to donate this much money to charity. And let's suppose you say that next time I do this, I'm going to give 100 pounds to my favorite charity next. And you're about to do something wrong and you want to do it, but then you start thinking about, oh my God, do I really have 100 pounds to give? You start disciplining yourself. You start doing things to discipline yourself so that you stay away from those wrong things. And my biggest advice is to keep a journal. I love writing. I absolutely love writing. I think that if any of you follow me on Instagram or whatever, you know, like I feel like you might like my video. You might think my video is awesome, but I'll tell you right now, my caption, my copy is even better. I love writing, bro, because when you do something wrong, you need a reflective journal to tell yourself how do you feel. And when you're about to do something wrong again, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to read that journal and remember that time step of how you felt and ask yourself, Damn, SQ, do you really want to feel like that again? Do you remember those tears that you shed in front of Allah? Do you remember how you felt and you promised Allah you'll never do that wrong again? SQ, do you really want to do that again? No. Bro, let me, here's the truth. I've done so many wrong. In my jahiliyyah and even out of jahiliyyah, I've done so much wrong. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed, bro. But the truth is this. What, what am I going to do from it? I, it's done. I've sought Tawbah. I've sought Ixtafar. I've learned from them. Now I'm moving on. That's it. And I keep this journal. It reminds me of the wrong I've done. And it mm. reminds me, Allah, now I got to wipe that wrong by doing more right. And never think that you're done wiping it off. Keep going. 
Keep doing. Do whatever wrong you've done. Wipe it with something amazing. And trust me, one that's going to learn to teach you to forgive yourself and that's going to draw you closest to Allah. And that's one of the many steps to like eradicate a bad habit, whatever it might be. For more, obviously, I give tips like that on my YouTube and my Instagram page as well so you can follow me on that. How do we that. find you, bro? Bro, you find me. You ready? If you're there, <laughs> if you're there, write this down. It's one brand. It's one brand. It's at... Way of Life SQ W A Y O F L I F E S Q. It's on YouTube. It's on Instagram. I need, bro. I feel so bad because I'm not really on Facebook. I need to jump on Facebook too, bro. I need to jump yeah, on my Twitter. You need, I need, we to, need to, bro. I need to, bro. I'm just, you know what it is. I'm so insecure that I'm like, man, I'm gonna have no one watching me over there. I'm not gonna have it's anyone fine, liking bro. my stuff. Like that's my insecurity, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm starting from square, you know, square one all over again. But you know what? If you're doing this for the sake of Allah. You got to do it. It doesn't matter. You exactly. get that one like, two shares, whatever. You do it for the sake of Allah because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Way of Life SQ, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so tempted to just, re- you know, just expose your name, bro. Nah, I can't do that. First name S. <laughs> nah, Last name Last Q. Last name Q. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, bro. Nah, Jazakallah Bro, it's been such a pleasure having you on, man. Oh, man I feel like this, pleasure was all this, mine. This, this whole episode has been filled with so many gems, so many points of wisdom alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah bro there's a lot of good good stuff for all of us I pray that people benefit bro. bro that's all I can ask for people benefit and this could be their turning point in their life that's all we want inshallah bro may Allah make it easy Appreciate for all of us you, bro Ameen. we might Thank have you. to do a part two next time you're we, have to. we have, we have yeah. to do a part two bro we inshallah. have to maybe we can hear it from the audience yeah inshallah. man tell us tell two? us if you're on YouTube tell us in the comment section below you want a part two what should we talk about next if you're on the podcast listening I don't know how podcasts work what would you leave a comment what do you do whatever hit us up on the on the Instagrams and all That's that it, sort of bro. stuff and just let us know how'd you like it and we we, we, we take it from there that's it, man. May Allah bless you, bro. I mean, thank and you, you so much. Thank and you. Thank you feed. to all of our listeners and viewers for tuning in. May Allah subhanahu accept it. And I mean. uh, of course, check out Way of Life SQ yep. on all of the socials, as he's mentioned. All of them. Don't forget to subscribe to the Own Feed YouTube channel as Absolutely well. Absolutely not. And <laughs> <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe Definitely. twice. Turn on the bells. All yeah. that good stuff. <laughs> all of that stuff, bro. Uh, but yeah, from, from ourselves, from myself, Shabir, your host, from SQ, from the team, the people that you don't see on the camera. Take care. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.